Good morning. It's June 22nd, a drizzly morning in New York City, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. It's not news exactly. It's some sort of discursive event, but Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg sent social media messages at each other, ostensibly agreeing to fight in a cage match last night. If anyone wants to treat it as real, the consensus is that Zuckerberg has studied jujitsu and Elon Musk has not. But as the BBC points out, Mr. Musk has a history of making statements that are not serious or which fail to happen. Extremely good use of the word or there, given that many of Musk's statements that fail to happen nevertheless turn out to be serious, as anyone who's been run over by a so-called full self-driving Tesla could tell you if they weren't dead. Anyway, two titans of social media, social media-ing at each other, gave everyone a little something to talk about. And now we're done talking about it. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi is at the White House today for a full state visit, including a mostly vegetarian state dinner featuring lots of millet. CBS News notes that the United Nations has declared 2023 the International Year of Millets. Also welcoming Modi is a full-page ad on page A5 of the New York Times from the U.S.-India Strategic Partnership Forum, sponsored by Adobe, Carlyle, FedEx, Google, HCL Tech, MasterCard, Merck, Meta, Rubrik, whatever that is, Visa, and Xcoal Energy Resources. According to the logos across the bottom of the page, two democracies and a shared vision, it says. Is repressive ethno-religious nationalism part of that shared vision? The ad does not say. The Titan Submersible remains missing. The discourse around the Titan Submersible continues grinding on. A lot of people remain out there complaining about the difference between the coverage granted the missing rich people's tourist sub and the catastrophic sinking of an overcrowded migrant vessel in the Mediterranean. There are a couple troubles with this critique, one of which is that it presumes that the interest in the missing Titan is driven by an excess of sympathy for the rich people aboard, which does not seem to accurately describe the public response to that story. The other thing worth noting about it is that the front page of the Times today has a story of the superyacht that rescued the migrants from the Mediterranean and does not have any coverage of the missing sub at all. Even on the day when the sub first went missing, the lead news spot on the Times front page was given over to the migrants, and the sub was down below the fold. So are we talking about the coverage, or are we talking about the coverage of the coverage? Regardless, it is okay for people to be interested in a bizarre and sensational open-ended drama that connects up with one of the most famous disasters in history. Sometimes the news is just news because it's interesting. Anyway, that is the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going, and we will talk again tomorrow. (laughs) 